Welcome, welcome. Winners, you can do this. Yes. That's a subject we've been on for a little while. One of my favorite subjects. And not only that, let's put an adjective in front of that. Positive attitude. And we're talking in the chapter, we're in the book still, uh, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. Excuse me a second. So, let's get busy. No whining zone. Now, there's some great lines in here that we're going to focus on because it's very powerful stuff. You know, I, I had so much, I had, to, I had to slow down. It's like, hold it. The mind can only absorb so much, so we only have a short time so i only need to give you small pieces of the cake we have all month to eat the whole cake we'll just eat little pieces at a time that way we can absorb and let it fill us and we can implement we can stay in the arena and not even go near the grandstands all right so Entering the no whining zone. Whatever it takes, people know how to handle. Whatever it takes, people know how to handle their feelings. They put their attitude in charge of their emotions. We all experience times when we feel bad and our attitude cannot stop our feelings. But it can keep our feelings from stopping us. That's the powerful phrase. Our attitude cannot stop our feelings, but it can keep our feelings from stopping us. How many times do we not feel like doing things, but we push ahead and move on because our attitude. One of the things I like to do, I get off work uh, somewhere around 4.30 or so, then I got a 30-minute drive, and then normally I'm, I try to hit the gym if I don't have a meeting or something. And a lot of times at the at the gym, there's a pool, uh, but it only has three lanes. So you can imagine 5, 30, 6 o'clock, um, that it becomes a little bit of a challenge because everyone wants to either jump in the pool and there's only three lanes. So, you know, three people jump in the pool and then you got to wait your turn. You don't want to wait, so you have to do something else. So I have developed that mental dexterity to 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 use the elliptical because i had stopped using the elliptical but my knee was bothering me but now i've strengthened my knee by using the elliptical so i've got this mental thing now where i carry my swim trunks and my gym shorts and then i can mentally pivot now i don't like you know i used to love the elliptical i don't like the elliptical and my feeling is I might as well forget it and go home. But my attitude is in charge of my feelings. I don't let, I cannot stop, yeah, attitude cannot stop our feelings, but it can keep our feelings from stopping us. I let my attitude stay in charge. I know I need the exercise 
So I don't necessarily like the elliptical. But my attitude is you don't want to be a giant on, uh, you know, your wife wants you to live a long time with her. She don't want you to be a giant. So I jump on the elliptical for 30 minutes. Listen to someone like Rachel Miller or Dave Gambrel on a podcast or something. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So our attitude cannot stop our feelings but it can keep our feelings from stopping us. It's critical. A lot of times, you don't feel like getting up in the morning, but you don't let your feelings stop you. You let your attitude keep in charge. If you know where you're going, then you push through that. Because it's only a minute or two, you know, you feel that grogginess. And then once you're up, you're up and you move on. But it's that initial inertia. That's where the attitude comes in. Get the attitude right. Remember, yesterday we talked about uh, W. I think I talk, said it here. W. Clement Stone talked about uh, this thing where he tells people to say, "Do it now, do it now, do it now," fifty times out loud before they get up, and then just before they go to bed or when they get in bed, say it aloud fifty more times. Do that for thirty days, and he said it will. Eliminate the tendency to procrastinate. So to get ahead of procrastination, you say do it now. And I know, I can testify that do it now, it gives you this jolt of energy. If you're ready, if you're in a situation where you need to do something, you don't really feel like it, you say aloud to yourself, do it now. And then you just pop up and get into action. Whether you like it or not, it needs to be done and you know it needs to be done. And you need an extra push. So then you become your coach and not your critic. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. So our attitude cannot stop our feelings, but it can keep our feelings from stopping us. After all, what's the use of complaining? It doesn't get us anywhere. <laughs> Complained him. I used to tell my buddy. He's complaining about his, his job. I said, I learned a long time ago, you got two choices. Um, you accepted the job, so you, you agreed to the terms of the job. So complaining about it is not going to do anything for you. You got two choices. Suck it up and do the job or leave. Boom. <laughs> Find another one. That's it. But don't sit there and complain about it. I mean, they're paying you for, you agreed to do what they asked you to do. I'm talking to you. You agreed to do what they asked you to do. And then you want to complain about it. No. You either do the job or go somewhere else and work. But don't complain about it. Does nobody any good. Don't do you good. Don't do them good. Think about it. Next time you get ready to complain, you got two choices. You either take action, you either get in the arena and move, or you stay where you are and, and, and enjoy it. Period. Anyways, that's my that's my soapbox. Nobody likes a whiner. Whiners wear people out. How many times you see that whiner and you want to turn around and go the other way? You don't even want to go get any coffee. It's like, forget it. He's over there. Nah, I'm not going for the coffee. <laughs> 
That's two for leaders and their teams. When I meet a leader who allows the team members to whine and complain, I wonder why they would have someone like that on their payroll. They can get people to do that for free, he says. So what's the best solution? The guy against becoming a complainer? Excuse me. Cultivate the attitude of gratitude. Yes. When I used to feel bad or depressed or something, I'd find someone to help. When you find someone to help that's in a, a uh, say, a worse situation than you are, then you're grateful for what you have, and you, you, you're li less likely to complain about it. And, and have gratitude over the small things. I mean, really, a lot of times, I always have to step back. I, like you, have to step back and, and you know, one of the things is like learning how to market online and things that go in as fast as you want them to go. Or think of the alternative. Sitting, vegging in front of the TV, you're trying to accomplish something and you're, 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 uh, feeling sad or depressed because you're not moving as fast as you want to, but what's the alternative? Not doing anything. Then you have gratitude. It's like, well, at least I'm in the, at least I'm in the arena. I'm not in the grandstands. So that's a plus to be in the arena. It may not happen as fast. Challenges. I just met, met a challenge today. I, you know, I'm trying to figure out why something wouldn't work. And you learn a lot when you, you work with some smart people that understand things like Facebook, and then they tell you about it, and you're like, oh, okay, I learned a lesson there. Got my hands lap. They have little traps and stuff that you don't even know about, and once you find out about them, then you're a little bit smarter. I mean, it hurts while uh, you go through that stuff, but now you know. That gives you that much, that little bit of power, that knowledge. Now you know. So you can avoid it next time. <laughs> Woo, yeah. All right. Let's see here. There were a couple of other neat little items here. Ha! I like this line. <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, end on this story because this is a great story. Um, it says, gratitude for, for a small and ordinary thing. It says there's a story about an immigrant shoekeeper at the uh, shopkeeper, excuse me, whose son came to see him one day and complained, Dad, I don't understand how you run this shop. You keep your accounts payable in a cigar box, receivable. Receivables are on a spindle. All your cash is in the register, and you never know what your profits are. He said, Son. His father, uh, he, son, responded. His father, let me tell you something. When I arrived in this country, all I owned were the pants I was wearing. Now, your sister's a teacher, your brother's a doctor, and you're a CPA. Yes, I know the accent is from New England. Thank you, Rhode Island. That's where I came from, Rhode Island. Okay, your mother and I own a house and a car and this little store. And that all 
and add that all up and subtract the pants, there's your profit. If you think about where you are now, you think about where you were, you think of where your family was, and the things that we complain about, if we really stop and think about it, we need to have some gratitude. We've got so much, our life is so rich. I mean, Paul Martinelli, you may not know him, but he's the uh, number one uh, coaching guru in the country, uh, by uh, as rated by Guru, but he talked about that. We all have, we're all rich, particularly in this country. We all may not have the biggest car, but we have a car. We all may not have the biggest house, but we have a house. We all may not like the food we eat, but we got food to eat. We may not like a bathroom, but we can use running water. We can cook on a stove instead of a fire in a kettle, I mean, in a uh, stone pit. You've got so much to be thankful for. But see, we should spend our time taking our gifts and giving them back to others who are less fortunate and and finding the thrill in, in helping other people become better. And to know that you had a small part and to realize that the gifts that you were given, you're not wasting them sitting in front of the TV set and that you're out there pouring into other people's lives, pouring into kids and pouring into other adults or teenagers or uh, uh, was it uh, young adults, 24 and 29 that age range, and maybe a little older, who is starting to feel a little, you know, displaced or unsure of their direction, but to be able to pour into them to help them build those dreams and build those goals, and then building them in yourself. Because, see, the key here is the frustrated employee. And I talked about that yesterday, the frustrated employee that now has a dream and a goal and realize now that is a possibility that I can do something. So getting back to the point, because it's just so much here and all that, add that all up, subtract the pants and that's your profit. The more we complain, the less we obtain. That's another line in it. It's a great lines. The more we complain, the less we obtain. Or as Michael Anger found it, founder and chief inspirational officer of SuccessNet said, if we learn to appreciate more of what we already have, we'll find ourselves having even more to appreciate. So I say to you, Appreciate what you have, and you'll find yourself having more than you already appreciate. And if you can appreciate the small things, the big things will mean that much more. I think there's a story in the good book, in the Bible. I trusted you with little, and you made good. 
And now I will trust you with big so you can make better. Man, I need to write that line down. I didn't even find that one. I think I made that one up. I trust you with little and you make good. And now I give you more and you make it better. Great stuff. Yes. So, so I say to you, you may be frustrated where you are, but don't lose hope. Because you see, if you start to, 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 to cultivate those dreams, and then you start to increase your awareness and talk to different people and share, opportunities will be right around the corner where you never saw them before. And then you'll start to come back alive. You see yourself opening the door on the grandstand and walking out on the field like in Gladiator. The Gladiator, you remember that movie? Yeah, walk out on the field in the game of life. And then you start giving and start feeling better, working harder than you ever worked before, but less stressful and more from the heart knowing that you're pouring your life into other people's lives. Nothing greater than pouring into other people's lives. That's my lesson tonight. I hope that touched you in a special way. Get out of that whining zone. There is no room for whining. The more you complain, the less you obtain. But if we learn to appreciate more of what we already have, We'll find ourselves having even more to appreciate. Thank you. Until tomorrow, have a good evening.